That's old slow hand with the Almond Brothers band. Quite a concert, you can imagine, doing Layla with the Almond Brothers band. So sit right back and get comfortable. You are listening once again to Broker Talk, the number one weekly real estate podcast hosted by brokers with almost 50 years of experience in the real estate brokerage industry, including residential, commercial, investment, development, and marketing, including radio and television magazines, books, websites, and, of course, podcasts. Your Broker Talk hosts are... hmm, who are they? Oh, they're me, uh, Jim Lowenstern. And Larry Lauper. Evan is on the soundboard. Once again, we're broadcasting from the top of the castles on Limited Space Needle in Boston, Massachusetts. How are you doing today, Larry? I'm doing pretty good, Jim. Hey, I got some feedback on our uh, lead-in music and saying uh, some of the people said, hey, how about some music in, the, uh, in today's world, not just the 60s and 70s? Well, tell them no. <laughs> there's no such thing <laughs> oh, there's plenty of good music out there hey today we have a great show and we have a fantastic guest someone I've known a good long while and um, expect to know her even better as we go along Kate Lanigan McGregor is um, a, an excellent agent owns her own uh, firm called Bold in um, Mattapoisett or the Mattapoisett area um, welcome aboard Kate Hey, Larry, how are you today? We're doing great here, and thanks thanks so much for joining us today. Did you mention that Mattapoisett's in Massachusetts? Mattapoisett yes, is in Massachusetts. It's about right near the armpit of Cape Cod, if that helps you with a, with a visual. And I'm super excited to be here. Thank you so much, Larry, for inviting me on to talk with you. I love your podcast, and I love podcasts in general. Well, you are someone who has taught me a great deal about uh, social media and the use of social media. Um, I'm certainly older than you, but we're both older than millennials. And it's interesting that uh, um, what you've been doing. So talk a little bit about your own uh, marketing strategies through the years. Okay. So as you mentioned, I am now a co-owner of Bold Real Estate in Manapoisett, Mass. And I also have a real estate school called Agent Rising. And Agent Rising, our motto is Together We Rise. And the whole idea being, you know, as they say in, I guess, nautical terms, a a rising tide elevates all boats. You know, with Realtors, I think that, you know, when one of us gets better, we all get better. And if we share what we know and if we we work together as colleagues, then our whole entire profession gets better and we're able to serve our community that much better. So that's kind of what my goal is and what my passion is. And my, if you look at me on Facebook or any of the other things, I call myself a realtor evangelist because I absolutely love this profession. I love being able to help people in that way. And um, so I've been just kind of digging in, trying to help other realtors become better as well. Do you love that's your competitors? Kind of, excuse me? Do you love your competitors? I do love my competitors, as a matter of fact. I think, you know, I think that I believe in abundance. I think there's enough real estate out there for all of us. I don't think it takes all of the real estate that's out there in order to make yourself successful. So I think that if we are strategic, we can create that life and that profession that we want by, you know, almost that that smallest common denominator, smallest viable audience, 
you create who it is that you want to work with and you focus on them and you kind of reduce the noise and just kind of be able to maximize your profession and your life, honestly. I I so I completely agree with with what you're saying, and in fact, why why you're on here. But I'm going to play the devil's advocate here. Um, there are okay. leaders in real estate, and there is leadership in real estate. Very different people. The leaders yeah. are usually marked by how much they uh, their gross income, uh, how many houses they sold. Um, leadership is quite often not the top in the sales of 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 houses but they are at the forefront of describing how the industry operates you sit kind of in the middle of both of those kate how do you uh balance that fence okay so i i guess my best answer for you on that is that somewhere along the lines and this is part of the training i do with realtors and part of my training program it's somewhere along the line, you have to decide what it is that you want your life to look like. And quite honestly, you know, I got into real estate, you know, actively selling real estate when I became a mom of three small children. And always in my life, I had to balance a few different um, items at the same time. And, and because of that, because real estate sales was never my number one priority, I wanted to be able to be as efficient at it as I could be. You know, Brian Buffini talked about this year, like our goal being that maybe we don't want to make more money, but maybe what we want to do is spend less time making the same amount of money. And that's kind of how I try to craft my profession as far as my product, my production goes and my real estate company is really wanting to craft what I wanted in my life and working my real estate profession into that. And one of the things I do is I, I, 99% of my business is referrals and, and family. I, I laugh. I say family, friends, and field, right? The field where my kids used to play and practice. Like those were my three groups of people I worked with, and I just expanded that smallest viable audience as much as I could. I think you bring up a really good point uh, about all real estate agents, what they can be doing. It's the people standing next to you in your daily uh, day who can be of help to you. Um, it's not, I have not had much luck with, uh, family, but, uh, uh, but <laughs> your family is quite lovely. I know some of your family and they are wonderful people. In, in fact, you, I have uh, sent you a referral to work with my sister who is at some point going to get her act together and get that house sold. I know you're going to sell it in a weekend. Um, yes, it is. She's a great lady. Uh, the the point is, though, that you have to teach not just the techniques and the scripts and the laws around real estate, but you also have to teach the mindset. This year, I suggested to the Education Committee that they actually have a course uh, about mindset. I think you would be a great person to be on that in that. You know, it's it is, uh, we are so in sync on that. I have developed a program called RISE, which is Rituals, Intention, Systems, and Education. And I have been uh, teaching it around the state. And I, and I, my whole thing on it, Larry, was trying to crack the code on why we don't keep doing what we know we need to do, right? So why, <laughs> why do we, like, when something's working, why do we stop doing it? You know, and just trying to figure out how to stay, you know, keep that fire in ourselves lit, you know, 
And, and a lot of it has to do with mindset, 100%. And a lot of it has to do, I think, with staying fired up by education and by um, professional development. And so, you know, those have been some of my real big focus areas, just trying to crack that code. And I, and I think I have cracked it a little bit, to be honest with you. And, you know, I just came from a, I was a student at a negotiation course, an NAR course, this last two days. And in the class were some people who took my RISE course. And they came up to me and they told me how much fun it's been for them. And they, you know, and they, they put some of it into their lives. And, you know, it really is rewarding. And I'm hoping to spread that message, you know, as, as much as I can, whoever will listen, quite honestly. Well, we have um, at least two or three people that listen to this podcast. So <laughs> you got them going. Uh, yeah, I know. You saw that. I saw, your, I saw your, your whole thing. It's awesome. So what I do every morning, and you had asked me about this, and I'm coming back to your first question. You asked, what do I do on social? And I was a very early adopter to video. And I, I started live streaming as soon as live streaming came out. And I don't even want to tell you about my early days. What I, I, I watch them. Is every morning at 6.30, I have a, on Facebook, I do a live stream show called Rituals to Rise. And we talk about exactly what we've been discussing. And one of the things that we do, so I break up the week into the, like breaking it down into different topics every day, but we do a coaching slash inspiration slash task uh, message every single morning at 6.30 live streaming. And that has been something that has amplified my message quite a bit and has been a lot of fun. And I, you know, I would highly recommend people who are even nervous about it whatsoever to, to really jump in because it's, you know, it's, it's like podcasting in the way that your message can go into many. And again, practicing in menopause at mass is not, you know, a huge mecca of population. <laughs> so it's been a really good thing. And, you know, and I love connecting with people in that way. And I'm goofy enough that I don't care what I look like most of the time. Kate, uh, this is Jim. Uh, you're, and I'm, I'm looking probably at something that was printed offline. It says uh, that your company's growth model offers a revolutionary way to practice real estate. And I've... I've even had radio shows where it was like on Revolution Radio. It was an AM station. I think it's still there in Boston. But what what is uh, revolutionary about the way you practice uh, the business? So what you're reading, I think, came from one of our you know one of our earlier business models. LinkedIn. Now, it came a, it came from LinkedIn. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, it came from LinkedIn. 2012. Okay, all right. So when you have a boutique brokerage, you know, you have to have a strategic differentiator, right? You have to do something differently. And, and you know, in, in our case, in 2012, it was, you know, creating the, the business model around what our, our consumers needed. How that has morphed into 2020, you know, last year I, I took a business partner who was an attorney in, in Mattapoiset, and she was my friend and my attorney, and when I was being recruited, my little company was being recruited by a lot of the, you know, the franchises. I was like, how do you keep up and what do you do? And Larry, I think I even spoke with you at one point in time. We did. About, you know, getting your feedback on that. And I chose to align with, uh, her name's Patricia McCardo. And we have, we, we now have bold real estate versus bold moves. And what our differentiator is now is what we call smarter real estate, which is real law state, right? And we do a we do a live stream every a show every Sunday night, and our message is always how to practice smarter real estate and how to to be able to help those consumers through the crazy little course of real estate. So that's 
So we've always been, uh, you know, our consumer and client centric. And before it had to do with how to help them through either loss or how to help them with a listing that made sense for them. And how, you know, what our, our focus is on right now is that smarter real estate and having a smarter transaction and having the knowledge on how to best serve, again, our consumers. Because, you know, when you talk to somebody and they're going, well, you know, there was one company they said, well, my company is global. And I'm like, uh, what do you mean by global? And they said, well, I don't know, but it says we're global. And I said, we're all global now, you know. And I said, do you have offices internationally? And they're like, no. You know, so it's one of these things Like to me, it had to hit home. And for and that meant that for the people who are struggling in my area, and again, my family, my friends, and my field, right, I wanted to be able to give them something special. And by, by virtue of that, I wanted to be able to help my agents or our agents to have the confidence to be the best that they can be. And our goal is to have our, 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 um, our agents be like one step away from being a lawyer. You know, we do power of attorneys. We do deeds. We do a whole bunch of other things, all, you know, document review. We, we have a lot of things that are built, you know, in for our, our agents. And that's kind of what makes the real estate company, I think, really special. And, you know, I think that we're going to see a, a trend toward boutique brokerages and a trend toward, you know, people really wanting that personalization and that, you know, and that, that idea that somebody can craft what it is that you need specifically. So that's my next question, yeah, Kate. So, so how, how do you... Um how is your company global? Oh, how how are we global? Sure, you said because well, because uh, I we have access. Yeah, I agree that we're all global, but you know the the problem with that person you were speaking to when you asked one question, they just fell apart like a cheap suit. It's like you you should have the answer. You say you're something, right. oh. back it up. Well, I think that yeah, I think we're all global. You won't see in any of my ads that we're global. You know, I, I, I don't make that one of our strategic differentiators. You know, right now we're hyper-local, as a matter of fact. You know, we are we have two offices, and we are really trying to work with the people, you know, who are, who are you know, our neighbors and our friends and our people that we can help. And, and that has been our business model at this point in time. Well, I, there's yeah. one thing I can say, that, um, and I can say it as, a, as an observer, um, when you uh, went over and did a walkthrough of my sister's house, then you sent her a, I think it was a DVD. Um, I had never seen anything like that, uh, Kate, and I thought it was pretty amazing. I haven't copied it yet, but it's it's well worth a, a copy. What What Kate did was she went through with a camera, and she talked, because I don't think my sister was there when you were there. Was she, Kate? She was the first time. Yes, she was okay. the first time. And then I went back, I think, and did photos, and they kind of left the house empty. But what I wanted to do was really walk her through what I saw as, you know, the strengths, the things that needed work, and also trying to identify what it was that she specifically needed, you know? Exactly. And, and that's a differentiation. That's a differentiation, and that was that was the point I wanted to make. That you do do things that are different. I think mindset is a different thing. I think I I came up through the Keller Williams system. I was trained by Remax. I was trained by Exit. Um, mindset is a thing that gets lost in all of this. It's always about measurement of numbers rather than um, the measure of yourself when you wake up every morning. What are you going to do? Right. 
and and I, I think they're both important. I mean, there have been times that, you know, that money has been very important in my profession, you know. Uh, by and large, I think that that part about retention, that part about your drive to want to be better, that comes from a fire from something else. You know, that comes from a, a place of I want to be my best. I want to serve the best I can, and I want to know what I can know. You know, so that when somebody asks me a question, I, I can, I can, I can help them. You know, so I, I think that, you know, I, I think that it's, I think for me, I think for me, it has to do with that inner fire. You know, and I don't know, and again, a lot of times, I don't see that in a lot of agents, but I'm trying. I'm trying. You know, I am trying to spread the word. So I'm going to slip in our. Sponsorship uh, t today, Broker Talk is sponsored by Castles Unlimited, where you get the best real estate offers online. Go to castlesunlimited.com for all your real estate needs. So, uh, Kate, tell us a little bit about your area. Uh, what What are the because oh, you, you're hype, uh, hyper local? What uh, What are you selling in uh, you oh, know, the? Oh. So, so my, my hyper-local area is Southern Mass, so anywhere between, say, the Bourne Bridge, which enters the Cape, and the Braga Bridge, which is in Fall River. So that would be the, 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 the big ripple in the water. And what I mostly do is I am a um, – I work at Marion, Mattapoisa, in Rochester area, which we call the Tri-Town. And the average, the average home sale is in the 400,000s there. There's a lot of waterfront property, and the waterfront properties, of course, are in the you know two million kind of range. Although that really, unfortunately, is not my target market. You know, uh, and and it's you know beautiful homes, beautiful location. You know, we have oceans, we have you know acres and acres of land and forests, and it's just a, it's a gorgeous area. And our schools are wonderful, so we 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 have a lot of attraction for those those types of things. So we're an hour from Boston, and we're 45 minutes from Providence, and we're 20 minutes from the Cape. So we're kind of centrally located, although we're near nothing. <laughs> I, always, I always say that um, I, I want to jump off to something because we've we've had a number of superlatives here. Uh, we call ourselves the number one podcast, and we are. Yeah. <laughs> And um, yes. I'm always reminded, I, I've written a lot about this, the word puffery. Puffery is a term in real estate where it's legal for us to embellish um, and, and use adjectives that describe things differently. It uh, is, however, Larry, in, in Massachusetts, uh, puffery is illegal. Puffing is illegal in Massachusetts. We should not be puffing on these homes that we describe. <laughs> And and yet, you know, it's it's like um, describing the hamburger as a juicy, you know, uh, baked yeah, out, yeah. you know, it's adjectives. And, and nobody's monitoring that anyway till you get to the house and, and find that the fixer-upper is really a terror downer. So, so let's define uh, puffery. What, what would be a great example? Uh, a, a broker is showing a house and says... This house will definitely be worth more next year. Is that puffery, or it's built um, by the best builder in town? Is that puffery? So that would be puffery. Yes. Uh, well, puffery would be like when you yes. So when you would say about a house like beautiful appointments in this house and extraordinary grounds and you know this house is 
the, the, yeah, the nicest house in town or whatever, when you're describing it and when you look at the house and it is not that, right? So it's exaggerating and it's, you know, it's, it's not describing what it is that they're going to find when they get there, I guess. Okay. Um, so so ba- basically lying is... It is. Lying's against the law. By Massachusetts. In Massachusetts, puffing is is not legal. In in our code of ethics, puffing is okay. Exactly. But but in the state of Mass, they they frown upon that. Hmm. Just a little fun fact. Yeah, and not that much fun. I don't know if anybody's been (laughs) caught in that, but I certainly hear, you know, people embellishing... um, I, here's here's one I would think. Uh, say, for instance, the the family that's moving out of the house that you're selling. All the kids went to an Ivy League school. So when you're selling the house, you know you begin talking about that as if your kids are going to move in and they're going to go to an Ivy League school. That's just not true. Right. That's not right. true. Right. So yeah. So I think that like in a situation where I just said that we had some excellent schools, you know, we would go to. The MCAS scores. We would go to placement in colleges. We would go to the NAR, RPR designation of the grade scores that they give to schools. And, you know, there are some statistics that we can direct people to on that. You know, and that is, I think, what people look for. You know, the, the, in this particular case, you know, the, the student to teacher ratio, the number of, you know, classroom hours, the number of uh, directives that they get to do. You know, so I guess that there's a lot of, other ways that you could back it up, you know? So, Kate, I'm going to give you a little opportunity to plug your Agent Rising school. Uh, tell me a little bit, tell, tell our audience a little bit about, I guess, the whole business model, the course, the sure. costs. And, so ha- and and one other question, very important, how you deal with uh, the competitors' uh, agents coming to the school you can't, uh, well, I don't know, do, do you outright rec- try to recruit them or you got to be careful of that because you'll never get another agent from a, a competitor again? And, and do your competitors send their agents to you to be trained? Yeah, okay, so great, great, great questions. And when I started the school, which was probably about 12 years ago, it was as a recruiting mechanism for bold moves. And at that time, I, you know, actually... I have always had a policy that I don't recruit from other companies as, as a basis because I was involved in leadership and I wanted to have great relationships with my colleagues. And so when I, so anyway, so that's how I started the school. And, and then fast forward a few years and, and we started to scale the school. And at that time I created um, business relationships with many, many, many of the companies around where I would give them referral fees for, for sending the students and they'd get, you know, a gift certificate or whatever. And so, and I also made a habit of, number one, not recruiting them, and number two, letting them come in and talk to the classes if they so desired. So we kind of opened it up so that even though I had I wore two hats when it was my school, I had on my school hat. Um, so fast forward again to when online licensing was coming. And back when... Again, Mattapoise is very small, and Rochester is even smaller, you know, as far as demographics go. So I, I was ready, you know, waiting for the, for the law to change for, for an online school. And I became one of the first online schools in Massachusetts, which means that I can have students from all over the state, theoretically, in my class, right? And 
And so I created videos and I, you know, created, created the class basically. And at that point in time, I offered what I consider, what I call like classrooms within the schools to other business, to other real estate businesses where they can, you know, kind of use it as their own farming. And we have a, you know, an affiliate agreement with them. And so, you know, so basically I welcome everybody. I, I, I run my school as a neutral school. I don't technically re recruit out of my school at this point in time. Um, and, and, you know, we just, we, sometimes there's attraction, right? And that is something that's awesome, but I don't actively recruit the people. And I never recruit the people who are sent by another real estate company. So this, this I is, have, let me ask Kate. Uh, so this is after someone's licensed. They're already possibly working at another company. They come in and you're going to teach them everything from how to use the MLS database, how to write offers, how to negotiate. Uh, is that is that what the class is, more well, or less? Well, no. The class is actually pre-licensing. So when they're going to become a salesperson, there is actually a, a broker course. There's an instructor course that is being um, launched right now. There is, there is sales training, which is through the RISE training. So there are other programs. But by and large, I would say most of the business is on pre-licensing for salesperson. So it's actually getting that person in the door from the very beginning. And I always say once they're part of the Agent Rising family, they are always part of our family. And they, you know, we're, we're accessible to them. We do online continuing eds. I do live continuing education. I do live training, you know, so it's kind of the gamut. And, it's, and that, that part of my business has been expanding. That's, that's where I've been focusing a lot of my time. I, I'm not surprised at that. Um, you know, in the in the realm of give to get, you've always been someone who's a giver, and I haven't seen you uh, pull back on any of that because this is an industry where there's a lot of takers, and um, when you yeah. when you are a giver like this, people want and want and want, and um, I've watched you in meetings. We're both part of. Uh, the uh, state board. You might even be involved in the national board. I'm not sure of that. Are you, Kate? I am. I am involved in the national board. I was. I was just uh, 2018 Massachusetts Realtor of the Year. Yes. Well, Larry, I love our profession, and and even if there are takers, you know, there's many, many givers, and I, I can, you know, because I own a company, I have empathy for that 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 business brokerage that's trying to figure it out and make it work, and I. And I understand the stresses of, of running a business, you know, and I have had my highs and lows for the business. It's, it's not like it's, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's real, you know, it's not like fairy tale. It is. And, and you wake, have to wake up every day with the desire to get something done. And I think that's part of the, the uh, training, the technical stuff you have to do. Do you have a CRM? Are you, are you actually making calls? Are you, uh, do you know that you should be talking to people every single day about real estate? You know, it's not about doing blogs or putting up Pinterest or Instagram. It's, it's about actually asking people what they need and helping them. Absolutely. Yep, I 100% agree with you. And, you know, the, the blogs and the Pinterest, like, that will help you, you know, get your message out there, and it will also give you credibility when someone comes looking, you know. However, nothing is meant to substitute being in front of somebody, you know, helping someone, talking with someone, you know, trying to solve for their problem. You know, we did a big change in our messaging that we, that we rather than, like, 
giving off stats and all that kind of thing. We started saying, you know what, we'll take the stress out of your home sales. You know, we'll help you with what your challenge is. We recently purchased a bold bus where we help move people, you know, like listen and sell with us, use our bold bus. And we just started saying, like, we can get you out of this paralysis by analysis and we'll help you. You know, I think that this, you know, I love this profession. I think this profession is one of the only professions I know of where you can help people in the manner that we can help them and also make a pretty darn good living. It's really true. You have to be set up to uh, accept all the rejection that you get, but the and and uh, yeah. and failures. I mean, the getting up part of falling down is the best part. You know why you're getting up and why you're taking that next step. But it's a real pleasure to have you here today, uh, talking to us, Kate. Yes, thank you, Kate. Oh, thank you guys so much. It was it was awesome talking with you. I, you know, I. I loved where our conversations went. Um, I loved the way that you know, it was cool. Well, thank you. Uh, maybe you can get some people down there be listening to us as well. But, uh, Kate, it's always a pleasure to spend time with you. Everyone here at Broker Talk wants to thank you for taking the time to join us today. Hey, Every week thank we you want. So much. <laughs> you, thank you so much. And make it a full day. You as well. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> Every week, we want to be the place where you can turn to ask your questions and listen to the latest news regarding the real estate industry and all things real estate with zero spin. Write us at info at broker-talk.com if you have a question or a suggestion. Until next week, I'm Jim Lowenstern. And, and I'm Larry Lawfer, and you make it a great week. Wishing you the best out there. Thanks, Kate.